Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 2 of Are You Afraid of Ghosts, where I will share with you true ghost stories, some urban legends, and paranormal experiences. My name is Jessica Atkinson, soon to be Jessica Gulliford, and I am from Pennsylvania. If you're just tuning in, we are looking for you to submit your true experiences and stories to areyouafraidofghosts at gmail.com, and I will read them on my episodes. Each week, I will do my best to creep you out, but honestly, I'm just doing research on a topic I love. The unknown. The other side. The spirit world. A lot of people don't believe, and that's okay. I'm here to make you a believer, because why not? It's fun to be scared. Like I said in episode one, I'm not a ghost hunter, but I do read ghost stories. I will dive into websites and articles to find some beautifully written stories that have kept me on edge. Some are local legends that may have been misunderstood along the way, so I will clear all of that up for you. The last episode, I shared a personal experience of when I was in a real haunted house and didn't know it until I was in it. I know, crazy, right? The things young, stupid people do. (laughs) Am I right? Um, So, anywho, anywho, in that episode... I also shared some of the stories I've received from my friends about their personal experiences. One correction I have to make, which I'm cracking up on myself, uh, from episode one is that I called the thing that goes in the throat a stoma. A stoma is totally not the thing that goes in your throat to talk. Um, It's called a trach tube. So I'm sorry, Lisa, for saying that your grandfather had a stoma in his throat. That would have been gross if he did. Rest in, pe- rest in peace, Grandpa, and sorry I jacked that up. Okay, so this week I'm going to talk about a place that has always intrigued me, but I never really did any research on it, so I didn't really know what it was about. It's, it's an urban legend. It's called Crybaby Bridge. Apparently there's more than one, and they all have different stories. So it's completely crazy, but it's interesting. I had no idea, so I did a lot of research Um But I must warn you, most of this content is disturbing and sad. So you have been warned. So if you don't like creepy, if you don't like sad, if you don't like disturbing, you may want to stop listening at this point. Don't worry, every episode's not going to be sad and disturbing, but it might just be a little creepy. This one has some some weird stories tied to it. Okay. So Crybaby Bridge is a place where if you drive on the bridge, turn your car off, you can hear a baby cry in the silence. Some stories have variations with multiple children, the mother, and a bus. So there's there's one in New Hope, PA, one in Lancaster, PA. That's all about the Amish, so I'm saving that one for the end because I'm obsessed with the Amish. One in Virginia, a few in Illinois, a few in Indiana, and multiple things going on in Ohio such as a screaming bridge and multiple uh, crybaby bridges. So don't know what's going on in Ohio, but they have a lot going on. I'll start with the one that I am familiar with the most, and that's the, that one is called the Van Sant Bridge in New Hope, PA. It looks like a barn-style bridge. Some who have driven out or walked through the covered bridge say they have heard frightening out-of-the-ordinary sounds. Legend tells that Van Zant crybaby bridge served as the the stage for numerous tragic events from the hangings of convicted horse thieves to the nighttime suicide of a distraught young mother shunned by family and friends and her newborn. After throwing her infant off of the bridge, 
the mother proceeded to hang herself from the rafters inside the bridge. Listen closely when you visit the bridge for, if you believe, you are sure to hear the anguished cries of a baby. And if you stop your car as you drive through the bridge, listen again. You might just hear the sound of the distraught mom's feet slip back and forth on your roof. Crybaby Bridge is a nickname given to some bridges in the United States. The name often reflects an urban legend that the sound of a baby can be or has been heard from the bridge. Um, many are also accompanied by an urban legend relating to a baby or young children. So that's really the whole premise of Crybaby Bridge is that there, um, it's always obviously a baby crying, but there's some other little nuances that I'm going to talk about. Depends on the location. Okay. <clears throat> so the first one is in Virginia. There is an alleged crybaby bridge. It's in Blackstone, Virginia. The story goes that some children died around the bridge. Accounts vary as to whether their death was accidental or intentional, and that at night their cries can be heard and a woman can be seen walking along the edge of the woods. Other phenomena reported including footsteps and the feeling of an evil presence. It is also alleged that if a, if a car is stopped on the bridge and baby powder is poured on the hood, baby footprints may appear in the powder. That would be super creepy as I would probably haul ass out of there, just saying. Um, but seriously, why do we do this to ourselves? Because we love scary stuff, I guess. Anywho. Um, so Illinois. Illinois is home to several crybaby bridges. I had no clue. Um, but one notably outside of Monmouth, Illinois. Many stories surrounding this bridge are similar to the folklore motif, although one tale particular to this location involves a speeding car full of impetuous youths who struck and killed a fisherman as he cast a line onto the creek. Into the creek, excuse me. The kids were from the small town of Alpha, Illinois. So, imagine these kids' parents. Like, what did you and your friends do today, honey? Oh, nothing. Just murdered a man by accident. Okay, sounds good. Go wash up for dinner. <sighs> so, ah, uh, kids. So, that's Illinois. Indiana has multiple crybaby bridges as well. Many follow the path of Route 40. So the airport road crybaby bridge located near Blue Clay Falls, close to Richmond and Centerfield, I'm sorry, Centerville, and home to many strange happenings such as knocking coming from either side of the bridge, foul odors, handprints on the cars, lights in the woods, and even the cry of a baby and the call of her mother. In Ohio, Rogue's Hollow is what it's called. One of the many uh, crybaby bridges um, is actually lo located in Doylestown, Ohio. I didn't even know there was a Doylestown, Ohio, because we have one in Pennsylvania. This bridge is located on Gale House Road between Rogue Hollow Road and Hametown Road. The bridge spans Silver, Silver Creek. Deep in Rogue's Hollow, this road previously led from the bottom of the hollow, Hametown Road, to the top, Rogue Hollow Road. Okay, so if you live there and you want to check it out, that's where it is. The bridge is only approachable from Hametown Road from October to May as the steeper portion of the road is seasonally closed to prevent accidents. This doesn't give a whole lot of history, but if you happen to live near this bridge and have a story, let me know. So I thought this particular story was interesting, and it is also in Ohio. It's called the Screaming Bridge of Maud Hughes Road. 
It is located in Liberty Township, Butler County, Ohio. It is uh, reputed to have been the site of many terrible accidents and suicides. Railroad tracks lie 25 feet below the bridge, and at least 36 people are said to have been reported dead or on or around the Maud Hughes Road Bridge. Ghostly figures, mists, lights have been reported, as well as black hooded figures and a phantom train. So a little side note, um, trains freak me out to begin with. So I have to take one to and from work every day. And there's just something creepy about a train. You never know who's getting on, you never know who's getting off, you never know who's sitting next to you. Could be a serial killer sitting next to you, who, know, who knows. But trains at night are just creepy. There's, the sounds are creepy. I don't know. So let this. the legend says um, for this particular story that a car carrying a man and a woman stalled on top of the bridge. So my question is, first of all, hold up. How on earth does this even happen in the first place? Um, did they run out of gas? Was a check engine light on? I have so many questions, but I guess I'll never know. The man got out to help the girl. The, no, the man got out to help while the girl stayed. When the man returned, the girl was hanging on the bridge above the tracks. Wait, so he goes to fix the car and she's like, screw this. I can't take it anymore and hangs herself on the bridge. I'm confused. Anywho, then the man supposedly perished with unexplained causes. I seriously need more information on this, but couldn't find any more. So stay tuned. To this day, many people have reported hearing the ghost's conversations and a woman's scream followed by a man's scream. The second story is that a woman was being chased down the road and when she got to the bridge, she did not know the area and thought there was a river underneath. So she jumped over the bridge, obviously not looking because she thought there was a river there, and when she saw the train tracks, she screamed all the way down to her death. Whew, as if jumping into water wouldn't be terrifying enough, there's train tracks instead, so that's a bummer. They say that to this day on certain nights you can still hear her screaming. Another popular and typical crybaby bridge story says that a woman once threw her baby off of the bridge and hanged herself afterwards. Although the bridge is off of Egypt Road in Salem, Ohio, it is actually what used to be West Pond Lake Round, which now uh, dead ends to the east of the bridge. Legends attribute the crying baby to one that fell in and accidentally drowned. There's also a rumor that there is a cult of some sort in the woods surrounding the bridge. In 2010, there was a murder of an elderly woman that was found strangled to death and burned just off of the bridge. The closed road remains as an access way to high voltage utility lines. The baby's the baby cries have been said to be heard at night or during the day. All right, so it's bad enough that it's already at nighttime and that's scary enough, but if I hear babies crying during the day and I don't see anything, I'm going to be really freaked out. Okay, back to the story. So tied to the screaming bridge of Maud Hughes Road, there are many articles and stories if you look them up. So this was a story that was sent um, by Jenny Malloy from Westchester, Ohio. It was on a website called Forgotten Ohio. She writes, 
It's about 11 at night and it's foggy as hell. The whole night, the few of us, me, Ronnie, Pat, and Sarah, had just been driving around trying to figure out something to do. We're all 18, so we don't do the whole candy thing anymore. I'm assuming this is around Halloween. So we figure we'll try the old screaming bridge. So we drive up the road and park on the bridge, turning off the engine and the headlights, which is very dangerous and I don't recommend you do unless you're serious about seeing something since the road leading up to the bridge curves and makes it very difficult to see cars coming behind you. So we're sitting there and of course every little, ro every little noise we hear freaks us out just because we are listening for something. Ronnie is in the car with me and Pat and Sarah are behind us in Pat's car. So we have to rely on them to tell us when a car is coming so we don't cause another accident on the bridge. Ronnie's fooling around, laughing and trying to make me scream. I tell him to shut up and be quiet. I really wanted to see something. I was tired of going up to that bridge and never experiencing any of the stories people have told. He's being quiet now and I turn my head to the right and look down the tracks. Both sides of the tracks are surrounded by trees, and if you look down it, you can't see much except darkness and some power lines. After about five minutes of silence, this bright light appears. At first, I'm thinking that a train is coming, although through, but um, coming through, excuse me, and that's all it is, but then I notice some things. There's no noise. No horn is blown. No sound of wheels on an old wooden track. And then I notice another thing. The light is flickering a little bit. It's not consistent with its brightness. It's also moving way slow, almost as if it isn't moving at all. I can see the glow from it along the tracks, illuminating them. This light is pretty far down. I'm not sure how many feet away exactly. I point it out to Ronnie since he's looking the other way and he starts freaking out. He knows as well as I do, it's not a train's light. Whew, okay. So let's go back to Crybaby Bridge in Monmouth, Illinois. So on Seek's Ghost Blogspot, I found some information. Regardless of whether you believe it or not, these bridges and their stories are pretty fascinating if you ask me. So it's always a mystery. Most local residents of Monmouth know that the following legend connected to a steel bridge that sits three miles northwest of their town it is said many years ago, a young unwed mother approached the bridge as a lightning storm raged around her. Shame weighed heavily upon her shoulders. Driven by fear because she had recently been abandoned, she found herself standing in the middle of the bridge, holding a weak old baby, to, baby boy to her breast. Having no choice, not wanting to be ostracized by the community, she hurled the baby over the bridge into the cold water of Cedar Creek. Ever since this tragic event, Locals who pass the bridge state they have heard a spine-tingling cry that sounds like a baby. Oh, throw up. Sounds scary. Okay, so it doesn't really sound too scary. It's more sad than anything else if this is ever true. Yet another legend connected to this bridge states an elementary school bus plunged off the side of this bridge during a flood. Unfortunately, it is said the, that the bus's occupants all drowned before rescuers arrived. So that's a little crazy because, um, I don't even know if, you know, it's bad enough that they have one baby that died, but then a whole bus full of kids. Oh, okay. 
So switching gears a little bit, um, I found some awesome articles and I want to give credit to the person who wrote these um, articles and stories. Um, they are on the Strange and Spooky World by James A. Willis. So referring back to Ohio, there are seriously multiple crybaby bridges there. I probably don't even have enough time to cover them all, but just a few. There's Abbeville Road Bridge, Abbeville Road Railroad Bridge, Alliance Crybaby Bridge, Black Rabbit Road Crybaby Bridge, Brew Baker Road Covered Bridge, Cable Train Overpass, Cedarville Crybaby Bridge, Clinton Crybaby Bridge, Crybaby Hill, Crybaby Lane, Crybaby Tunnel, Crying Bridge, Crystal Springs Crybaby Bridge, Egypt Road Crybaby Bridge, in case you want to look any of these up, Fudge Road, which sounds interesting, Gore Orphanage Road Crybaby Bridge, Greeley Chapel Road Crybaby Bridge, Helltown Crybaby Bridge, and there's so many more, I can't even read them all. Okay, so let's talk about Alliance Crybaby Bridge. That was on the list. So he writes, this is a vehicle bridge over water. Now, this is interesting because there's actually three versions currently in circulation of legends for this particular bridge. For such a small bridge, it seems to have acquired a lot of legends over the years. In fact, there are at least three versions currently in circulation, like I just said. Okay, the first one is, during the baby boom, there were so many babies being born that many women couldn't take care of them anymore. Apparently, the local women of Alliance, Ohio, decided to make the bridge over the Mahoning River the literal dumping ground for unwanted babies. It is said that over the course of several years, dozens of newborn babies were thrown from the bridge, usually in the middle of the night. That sounds horrifying. And extremely sad. The second one, the second uh, version, is another variation says that in the 1960s and 70s, Alliance Ohio was home to some members of the Ku Klux Klan, and that they would kidnap local children and babies and murder them as part of their secret ritual. It's never stated that they did with the small children, but the newborn babies were thrown off of the bridge and down into the water. As the secret ritual was always performed in the dead of the night, that's when you want to be up on the bridge if you want the chance to try and hear the baby or babies crying. Yikes. Okay, the one final version and the most recent one to date first appeared online in 2003. It is said that a mother couldn't get her baby to stop crying and apparently lost it, throwing the infant over the side of the bridge. When she realized what she had done, the woman screamed and dove off the bridge into the water, killing herself in the process. In this version, if you drive your car over the bridge around midnight or so, it will stall out and can't be restarted for 15 to 20 minutes. You are also supposed to be able to hear both a baby crying as well as the mother screaming, although it's not clear if this is while your car is stalled out or not. I'm sorry, but if my car mysteriously stalls on a bridge, I'm getting out and running away. Okay, the location. So the location for this particular bridge is on Webb Avenue, Webb Avenue, where it crosses over the Mahoning River in Alliance, Ohio. So note, some websites list the bridge as being right next to the haunted Jewish, Jewish cemetery. It's not true. True, the bridge is only about a mile from the cemetery, which is actually located on the River Street. But anyway, um, 
it's written out right next to it. As for the cemetery being haunted, I've heard nothing but vague references to ghosts and multiple urban legends. And as the cemetery is not is usually locked up tight, my advice would be to leave the cemetery alone. Cemeteries are just creepy anyway. Okay, so he notes, some crybaby bridge legends need to be taken with a grain of salt. In this case, you might want to invest in a salt lick. <laughs> in all three versions, there are things that just boggle the mind. Things like an entire town agreeing to throw babies off of a bridge, or the idea that a secret society like the KKK would, for decades, engage in kidnapping and murder and go so far as to do it out in the open. And as some people online have pointed out with regard to the third version of the story, the water below the bridge is hardly deep enough to cause someone to drown. So, let's hear some personal experiences on this particular bridge. There are a bunch of stories about that bridge. The one I remember hearing first was the one about the KKK murdering babies out there. I don't think that really happened, but I can tell you that me and my friends are pretty sure we heard a baby crying out there. We were really bored one night and just went out there to see if we could hear or see anything. We didn't park on the bridge, but we did drive back and forth over it a couple of times. When that didn't work, we decided to go park the car and then walked across it because there's a little path you can walk on. We still didn't see or hear anything, so we decided to just go sit along the bridge where you could see under it. We sat there for a good 30 minutes without hearing a single sound. Then all of a sudden, we all heard what sounded like a baby crying. We all heard it, and it lasted maybe five seconds. Of course, it wasn't long enough for us to be able to tell where it was coming from, but we heard it. We looked, but there wasn't anyone on the bridge, and no cars or anything come through, came through. So I have no idea what that noise was. I heard it, though. So even if it wasn't a ghost, I heard the noise that people claim is coming from a ghost. And that was Amber in Alliance, Ohio. Wow, that's creepy. <clears throat> okay. Let's switch gears to Clinton Crybaby Bridge. So this is a vehicle bridge over water. There are two legends associated with this bridge. The most popular version concerns a woman who, for reasons known only to her, decides to try and hide her pregnancy from her fiancé. To help do this, it is said the woman moved into a small house near the bridge. When the baby was born, the woman delivered it herself, then promptly took it on up onto the bridge and threw it in the water. According to legend, if you go to the bridge at midnight, you are supposed to still be hearing the baby crying. Wait a minute. I need to back up. How did... How did her fiancé not know for nine months that she was pregnant? So unless she was super tiny and there was like no bump, this doesn't make any sense. And then she moves into a random house near the bridge and he just doesn't know about it. And then she all of a sudden delivers a baby. So just sounds weird to me. But again, this is where it's all a mystery. So according to legend, if you go to the bridge at midnight, you're supposed to still hear the baby crying. An even stranger version of the story is said to have taken place during the Civil War. As the story goes, a large group of runaway slaves, including women and children, had made their way into Ohio and were heading for Canada. During their whole trip north, they were followed by several slave hunters. As the runaway slaves neared the Tuscarawas River, they, were, they realized that they were about to be captured. 
Rather than have their children be forced to return to a life of slavery, the adults grabbed their children, threw them off the bridge, drowning them all in the process. Today, if you're lucky enough to be up on the bridge at just the right time, they say you will hear the cries of the slave children as their ghosts are forced to reenact their deaths. That sounds horrifying. The location, while most will tell you the bridge is in, bridge in question is on Cleveland Massillon Road, it's technically on Main Street. So it crosses over the river. Um, this uh, particular investigator uh, from this website says, while I haven't been out to this particular bridge in a while, the last few times I visited there was indeed an old, somewhat spooky looking abandoned building right next to the bridge. Just a hunch, but if the building's been in that condition for some time, it looks alone might have resulted in it being incorporated into the version where the woman who killed her newborn lived near the bridge. As for the version involving the runaway slaves throwing their children off the bridge to drown them while the bridge crosses the river, the water is neither deep or it's not, it's not deep enough. Um, so it seems like an odd place to attempt mass murder, even while being pursued by bounty hunters. Of course, this particular version seems rather far-fetched, even without the water not being deep. So personal experiences for this bridge. This person wrote, which they wanted their name and location withheld upon request. says, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if the stories about people throwing their babies off the bridge or whatever are true. What I can tell you is one night, a group of us went out there, parked our car near the abandoned house and walked over to the bridge. I guess it was around 11 at night. We didn't hear or see anything, so we decided to climb down and look under the bridge. I guess we were under there just hanging out for like 15 minutes. Then we heard a single cry, like from a baby. Then, I'm not kidding, we heard something splash in the water on the other side of the bridge. We all heard these noises. We climbed to the other side of the bridge and you could see ripples in the water where something had gone into the water. My buddy wanted to find sticks to see if we could poke out near the ripples, but the rest of us just wanted to get the hell out of there. Oh my god, I would freak out. The last story I'm going to tell you in this episode is about the crying bridge. So this has to do with the Amish. And I told you I love the Amish. You're going to probably hear more about the Amish. Because there is a show that I am obsessed with called The Amish Haunting. So this actually, they ended up doing an episode based on Crybaby Bridge. So it was like a Destination America um, slash Amish haunting episode. So I'm still on the Strange and Spooky World website of James A. Willis. He's an online, um, he's an author and a paranormal researcher. So I absolutely um, love his stuff if you want to check it out. If you're really into this stuff like I am. All right. So the Crying Bridge. This is a vehicle bridge over the water. The legend is an Amish family consisting of a husband, his wife, and their two infant daughters were crossing this bridge at night when their carriage was struck by an oncoming car. When authorities arrived, they found the husband's body lying on the side of the bridge. They discovered the wife's sitting in the middle of the bridge, clutching her two dead babies in her arms. While the legend doesn't say what happened to the wife, the only one to survive the accident 
it is said that if you walk to the middle of this bridge and stand completely still, you will be able to hear not one but two babies crying. So all the variations of the legend say that in order to hear the baby cry, you must walk to the center of the bridge and stand still, remain motionless, don't make a sound. Some variations include that you need to walk to the center of the bridge alone, or that the baby can only be heard by a young woman who stands out there alone, supposedly because the ghost baby will mistake the young woman for her mother. Located on Geisinger Road in Shiloh, Ohio, um, this bridge is located closer to the intersection with Rome South Road. Before we begin, let me point out that in this particular bridge, that this particular bridge is a little tricky to find because the sides of it are nothing more than guardrails. In fact, despite that there is or was last time I visited, this is James A. Willis, a one-lane bridge sign alerting you to the fact that there's a bridge approaching. And if you're not careful and traveling at night, you might miss it. Hardly the type of bridge that would become known as a crybaby bridge, but it did. Regarding the legend itself, this one is a bit unique in it that it involves you being able to hear two babies crying. It is also unique that in that it is the only Ohio crybaby bridge story so far that involves the Amish. Couple things to note. First, several online sites list the bridge as it being in Shelby, Ohio. Shelby is approximately six or seven miles to the west of this bridge. Apparently, people's inability to find the bridge in Shelby, which is the city, led to some now claiming it's in Shelby County. So, in case you live near there, uh, maybe you can clarify. Something else to point out. Several posts on, in online forums misspell Amish, at, which is A-M-I-S-H, which is the correct spelling, as Amish, O-M-I-S-H. And because the internet is a wonderful place where no one bothers to fact-check fact anything, that has morphed into a, the new variation of the legend, where the last name of the family killed on the bridge is, you guessed it, Amish, O-M-I-S-H. Concerning the Amish angle of this legend, I recently ran across something that, while not directly related to this bridge, was intriguing to me just the same. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Okay. The TV show Amish Haunting ran an episode featuring a story entitled Crybaby Bridge about a haunted bridge in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's actually not too far from me. Um, so since the show opens with a disclaimer that states, in part, that the following stories are based on Amish oral histories of the supernatural. First of all, it is a great show. You guys really need to check it out. Um, I record all the episodes and I watch them. They're so awesome. So I'll be sharing some of those stories if you happen to miss the show. Um, so it also features a, a ghost story involving hearing an Amish baby crying, that this could be ground zero for Amish-related crybaby bridge tales. So some other interesting tidbits uh, Amish haunting makes. They, um, the story is based on an actual event, which took place in autumn of 1994, members of the Amish community, or actors portraying them, refer to the story as a legend that has been passed around the Amish community for years, one of the great tragedies in the history of our Amish community here in Lancaster. According to the legend, in 1994, an Amish mother, Lena, was wrongfully accused of an extramarital affair and shunned from the Amish community. 
She returns one night, wraps her infant son in a blue blanket, and carries him out to the bridge, where she jumps to her death, still holding the baby. Neither Lena's body or her son's are ever recovered. All that is found is the baby's blue blanket and Lena's head covering. Both are recovered from the water underneath the bridge. The following night, Lena's husband, David, is awakened by the sounds of a baby crying, coming from somewhere inside his house. He eventually encounters Lena's ghost holding their infant son. Around the same time, people began hearing the sound of a baby crying out at the bridge Lena jumped from. Because of this, the Amish began referring to it as Crybaby Bridge. The episode also goes into great detail as to what happened to a group of Amish teens all in Rumspringa, if you know a little bit about the Amish, who decided to go out to the bridge to see if they can hear the baby crying. One of the teens claimed they wanted to go to the bridge because it was an evil place where Amish rumors claimed you could conjure the dead. Teenagers are so stupid. <laughs> but, anywho, according to the teens interviewed, uh, the ritual that had been had to be conducted went as follows. So there's a ritual. You need to be on the bridge at midnight. Take your ca- take your car keys out of the ignition and place them on the hood of the car. Walk around the car saying cry baby. Eventually the ghostly baby will reach for the keys and you will see the keys move. Interesting interestingly enough while there is a very detailed ritual, you do it to make the baby move the keys, not to hear a cry. In fact, while the climax of the story involves all the teens hearing a baby crying, there is no mention of what, if anything, had to be done in order to hear it. So maybe once the baby moves the keys, it cries on its own. As I mentioned, there is no direct correlation between this story and the crying bridge other than the fact that it involves the ghost ghosts of Amish babies. There are some similarities, sure, but if calling a show Amish haunting wasn't enough of an indication that we'd have to take anything they said with a grain of salt, there's the fact that this particular episode involves two teenage girls from the group running off and never being seen again. In fact, the show strongly hints that we're supposed to believe the ghost of the dead Amish mother Lena somehow managed to spirit them away. The episode just ends with one of the others um, who were there that night plainly stating no one knows for sure what happened to them. So in conclusion, the one personal experience tied to this story is um, from Janine N. Um, She put, I don't know what else to say except I am never in capital letters going back to that bridge. I didn't hear the baby cry or even see anything but the whole place just feels creepy. You are out in the middle of nowhere, but you still feel like there are people all around you staring at you. It just feels creepy, and I don't want to feel that feeling again. It was like at any second, someone or something was going to come running out of the fields at you. Okay, so if you really want to check out... That sounds crazy. If you really want to check out this episode, um, go to... um, you want to look up Amish haunting. It was season one, episode two. It's called Crybaby Bridge. So, and again, I was on Strange and Spooky World website um, with James A. Willis. So, 
hopefully that you liked this episode. If you have any true stories, I'd love to hear them. I haven't received any stories about Crybaby Bridge from any of my friends or family, um, but I may be doing some interviews in the near future, people in New Hope, PA, and maybe if I can make it to Lancaster, I could do some. Uh, I know the Amish don't really talk to people out there um, because of cameras and such. I know that that's um, the perceived uh, idea. They're not really supposed to talk to anybody, so I don't know how they would feel about being interviewed about something like that. So, never know. But it sounds pretty cool. If anybody wants to take a trip to Lancaster, I'd love to go. I'd check it out. I'm really not into hanging out there at midnight, but if somebody's willing to come with me, I'm totally down for that. Um, and I'm right outside Philadelphia, so it doesn't take that long to get there. Well, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure that you send all of your personal stories to areyouafraidofghosts at gmail.com. My name is Jessica, and I hope that you're not too scared to go to sleep. Good night.